Hello and welcome to The Rewind. I'm Josh and this is a podcast where I watch a bunch of movies and talk about them with my friends. Today's episode is about F9 and I am happy to be joined by Daniel Lima to talk about this one who also joined us for the last uh, Fast and Furious movie Hobbs and Shaw which came out in 2019. Daniel, thanks for being here. Uh, it's wonderful to be here. So F9 is the newest in the uh, the central franchise of Fast and Furious because that was kind of a spinoff when we talked about Hobbs and Shaw a couple years ago. Uh, F9, uh, it's, it's actually kind of funny. It's, it's split up across two timelines, and uh, it opens. Uh, by the way, I, 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 a quick digression to just really get things off the rails from the start. Did your showing – I don't know if you went in IMAX, Daniel, but did yours have like a five-minute trailer for the next Jurassic World movie beforehand? Yes. In fact, that's what made me – I mean, look, I was going to see this movie regardless, but, Mm -hmm. you know, what made me rush to go to the theater is that I heard that there was a a little preview for the next Jurassic Park. And I was like, all right, I'm curious to see what they're doing with this one. And uh, I'm excited is the wrong word because, you know, I haven't really liked either of the two new ones. But, you know, I, I think it's taking a step in the right direction. Well, fair enough. I, I I don't really have strong thoughts on what whatever direction it's going in. I remember being whatever on the last movie, but liking where it looked like it was going to go. My point being, though, I did not know that was going to come. So I don't think they played like the green trailer, the green trailer still beforehand. Like this motion picture has been whatever approved by no, they all. Didn't. They didn't. Right. So it just has the universal thing pop up and Fast and Furious is a universal movie, too. So it pops up and all of a sudden you just see dinosaurs. And I'm like and I thought I was watching the Fast movie because I did. I because I did it. I had not seen that in advance. And I was like, all right, we're really doing this. And it it was like, what? I'm not exaggerating. when I say it was a five minute trailer. And for like the first two to two and a half minutes, like it didn't make it clear that this was a trailer for a Jurassic World movie. I thought, oh, they're really doing something different here on the Fast movie. So I was like, so so when I was about to like intro F9, I was like, oh, it's split across a couple timelines. Wait, wait, which one? Did, where did it begin? And I, I was like, okay, I guess it began in like the, the 1980s timeline. And I was like, wait, was that the beginning? And then I thought about the dinosaur thing, which I literally <laughs> just thought that the Fast movies had thought a way to go back to the prehistoric age and tie God, it into the movie for some reason. God willing, we get there. <laughs> um, but yeah, F9 starts in 1989, where Jack Toretto, father of Dominic Toretto, who is the hero of our movies, and he also has a son named Jacob, and uh, he, Jack Toretto is a race car driver of sorts, and uh, both Dom and Jacob help him with work with his crew. At the, as the, the race keeps, the, as the race goes, uh, a rival driver's car clips Jack's and uh, just causes his car just to explode and you know after the crash dom gets in a fight with the driver that kind of apparently caused the wreck and goes to prison but uh while 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 dom is like serving his prison sentence for beating up on this other driver he realizes his brother uh might have had some role in his dad's death because he worked on the car and vows to get revenge on him upon his release he challenges jacob to a rate a loser a literal loser leaves town match and uh and jacob loses then we uh come back to present day and uh dom is living kind of off the grid with letty raising the child that he had from uh another relationship and they're doing it in relative tranquility and then a lot of the family uh specifically uh roman tej and ramsey uh that's uh I, I should say that's uh, Tyrese's Roman, uh, Ludacris's Tej, and Nathalie Emanuel's Ramsey. They, they show up to inform them that Mr. Nobody uh, tried uh, captured Cypher, uh, Mr. Nobody being Kurt Russell's intelligence officer that they worked with over the last couple of movies, Cypher being Charlize's Theron villain from Fate of the Furious. Uh, he, he had captured her. They were on a plane. That plane got attacked, 
and the plane uh, uh, the, the, the plane went down and they I guess because that's just the life they got to live uh, even though they're considered themselves family people Dom and Letty need to uh, abandon that baby and who knows where they left it to go and uh, track down this plane to see what happened to the cipher who you know if you recall the events of the fate of the furious uh, murdered uh, Dom the, the baby the mother of Dom's baby uh, I'm gonna be honest with you I completely forgot about that I was like I know he hates her for some reason I couldn't remember why. That was it. So uh, they they needed to go track her down, I guess, to make sure she didn't get away. And that's kind of the that's kind of the, uh, the that's kind of like the uh, catalyst for uh, this whole plot. But it, you know, it takes them around the world because once they get to find this plane, they they realize that there's half of some device in there known as an Ares device, which can hack into any computer controlled weapon system in the entire world. And then they're ambushed by a private army that is led by Dom's long lost brother Jacob, and uh, he gets the he gets the device, and and then they kind of go got to go globetrotting around the country to find him. Uh, they're also joined by Dom's sister, Mia, who those of you who have watched these movies know is married to Brian, who is uh, who was played by Paul Walker, who is no longer with us, but he was not uh, written out via death in the movies. They went off to protect their family and stay out of all this crazy nonsense. But So even though Paul Walker's Brian has made the decision to stay on the sidelines, Mia gets back in because now that her long-lost brother is back, she needs to go put her life at risk, even though uh, Brian has decided not to do the same. Because, again, this, these family, they're, this family that is so tight, they're not totally consistent with how like you know how they look out for each other. But, yeah. alas, uh, here we are. That's that a whole mouthful, and that's really just like the first like 25 minutes of the movie, it feels like. And then this is off to a, like, a whole bunch of nonsense. Um, we go to space at some point, and Daniel and I will talk about that. There's... Uh, th- there's a bunch of Magnus, which was just a lot of fun. But I, I don't know. There, there's a lot going on in this movie, Daniel. You know, and what I'll say before I turn it over to you is that look, I legitimately think like just about every one of these movies is really good, besides like uh, Hobbs and Shaw and Fate, uh, the Fast and Furious, or Hobbs and Shaw and Fast and Furious, which is the fourth. Like I, I will cape for like a lot of them, even if like the end of Fate of the Furious just kind of pissed me off when they invited uh, Statham to the barbecue. Because uh, he killed Han, who we also need to talk about, because he actually didn't kill him. You know that if you saw the previews. Uh, so I look, there's only really like two of these Fast and Furious movies I don't like. So I'm a somewhat easy mark for them, I suppose, in certain ways, even though a lot of these movies differ. Uh, what I'll say though is that like, as I left a lot of them, which you know, look, they they all got kind of ridiculous once you got the Fast Five, and I mean that as a compliment. Uh, but you know, I don't think I left any of them. Besides maybe Hobbs and Shaw just being like, wow, that was a mess. I don't know what we're doing here. Uh, but and, – and I I did not like – and I said I did not like four, and I felt like four, which was also a Justin Lin production. Uh, I should say Justin Lin directs this one. He directed uh, all the movies from Tokyo Drift to Fast and Furious to Fast Five and Fast Six. Yeah, I mean he really knows his stuff, but I just didn't like four. I just thought it was – just like, I just thought it kind of forgot to have fun, and it was also a mess. This movie is a mess, but it doesn't forget to have fun. And that's why I still think it was like a worthwhile experience. And that's like my overall big takeaway. Daniel, how did you feel about F9? Um, I'm still kind of parsing it out. I think I liked it. But even then, kind of softly. I'm not a huge fan of the Fast and Furious series, admittedly. I like most of them, particularly the ones before the soft reboot of Fast Five. Uh, my favorites are actually the two that you dislike, Fast and really? Furious. And uh, Hobbs and oh. Shaw. I think they're the two standouts oh of the franchise. Um, Why is Fast and Furious a standout? I, we probably already had this conversation on the Hobbs and Shaw. We podcast. did have this conversation. I, 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 I don't. I don't. 
I yeah, I, I don't remember why you liked that one. Uh, that's kind of funny though. I didn't re- I, I didn't realize you had seen all of them. Maybe it was Fred that hadn't seen all of them when we talked about that one. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw all of them in preparation for uh, Hobbs and Shaw. I did a little shotgun format. I didn't really watch them one after the other. Um, I ended up liking most of the ones. Uh, I, I liked all the ones before five. I don't like five. It's the only one that I straight up dislike. Okay, yeah, that's then, just your contrarian streak because, like, I feel like the prevailing opinion on this stuff is that, like, it gets really good at Fast Five. No, I, I yeah, I know. I disagree with that. I think that five is really a failure. Uh, oh, my and, God. That's, and, that's like, six, everyone's favorite. Yeah, and then six and seven, I think, are eh. And then Fate of the Furious, I actually do start to kind of like. I think that it gets a little crazier. I think once you lose um, – uh, I forgot his name. Uh, wait, 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 when you lose Han? The white guy, I'm sorry. Oh, the white, oh, oh Paul Walker, uh, Brian. Once you lose Paul Walker, I think the series kind of finds its footing. I think that he was just a bad lead. Um, oh, my God. You know, respect the dude as a man, but as <laughs> the foundation of the series, less so. And so Fate of the Furious, I thought the, it was starting to find its groove. And with this movie, I think that I'm of two minds. Um, on the one hand, I think... As it continues to get crazier and crazier, it becomes far more fun. But I think it's actually held back by, I guess, what you could call the heart of the franchise, this whole theme about family. I think, honestly, that might be what keeps it from becoming something truly amazing. So you just wanted to, like, drop any pretense of being about anything more than just, like, uh, melting your face off. And then you think it'd be better. Yes. Yes, I do kind of think that. Now... I don't know how to put this because I know that this series actually does somewhat. It must resonate with people on some level. It makes, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars, billions of dollars, every new movie that comes out. It made grown men cry at the end of uh, Furious 7. Yeah, I I did not feel that. Um, Honestly, I think that the theme of family is probably like it gets talked about it gets memed a lot like i've been loving all these you know memes of you know dom toretto showing up in random franchises for the sake of family (laughs) i fucking love it but i've never actually felt it you know what i mean i don't know how to quantify this really but um i think it's one of those things where like because of how cartoonish the series has gotten and how divorced from reality and logic and physics this series has gotten it's hard for me to look at these people as like regular human beings but they don't ever contend with that they are they they, they're still nominally real people um and then when i see dominic soretto wearing a fucking tank top like jumping out of you know trucks barreling down cliff sides at 90 miles an hour and just rolling a couple times and getting up it's it's hard for me to see him as a real person and just him repeating the words family, you know, every 10 minutes doesn't really do that trick. You want to know what I think the most unrealistic part of this movie is? Mm. The the younger, ver- the, the actors that play the younger versions of Dom Toretto and his brother Jacob, they are like, the guy that plays young Dom Toretto, I think is taller than Vin Diesel. And I, 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 I am like very skeptical. Like apparently if you Google it, Vin Diesel six feet, like Vin Diesel could obviously kick my ass. But I have trouble believing he is six feet tall. And, and then this guy that the guy that plays young him is got to be like a good half foot taller than Vin. And the guy that plays Jacob, and again, anyway, I guess he is the younger brother, but he is like so much smaller than the young one. And John Cena like towers over Vin Diesel. I was just like, man. And I, 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 I really like none don't. of these people are related to each other. They do not look related at all. <laughs>
I, yeah, I, 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 it did it wasn't that big of a hang up but i just couldn't i i laughed like every time i saw the young versions on screen <laughs> fair enough um but yeah like uh you know I, I i appreciate what they're trying to do i appreciate the like incorporation of john cena as this long lost brother to tie in those themes of family but you know at the point where it's like the character that died three movies ago um like comes back to life because he was protecting a beacon that's actually a girl for the spy agency that what even do they work for i don't even know (laughs) nobody works for i don't even know the goals of his organization um they're just i guess good guys do you remember do you i don't and i I mean like look i you saw the movie a little more recently than me but i and i don't blame you if you don't you weren't totally clear on it why did he need to do that why did who need to do what why 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 did han need to like why 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 was that a good a a good decision like why was that a decision he felt like he needed to make yep i'll go along and like fake my death they don't really clarify that like normally it's because you know people would always be coming yeah people would always be coming after this daughter that he has for no no reason no reason we saw i saw you know tokyo drift there's no girl in there like there's no there's no indication that Han is some super spy who's able to take out a platoon full of armed mercenaries, but here that's the explanation they came up with. Well, that's just not limited. That's not just limited to Han. If you go to the beginning, like uh, Tyrese and Ludacris's skill sets have greatly evolved since uh, they came onto the scene in Too Fast, Too Furious. Yeah, uh, Ludacris was what stealing. Uh, Ludacris was in Fast and Furious One, right? No, oh, he was in Two. No, they in both two. they, they both showed up in Two. In two. Yeah, so these two pop up, and, like, I think the plot of that movie was actually just illegal street racing, and that's it. And yet, here they are going into space. You know what I mean? And don't don't get me wrong. I love that. We need to talk about that a little bit more later. But, like, the fact is, as these get so convoluted, crazy, silly, stupid, there's no breathing room to really make these people feel like people. I, I just do not buy them as regular human beings. You watch these Marvel movies, and I know people like to dump on Marvel, but at the same time, they contend with the fact that these people are superhuman, that they are, like, you know, uh, they have these special abilities, which, you know, complicates their relationship with the people around them, the world they live in, um, their role in it. You know, I'm not saying that those movies are necessarily deep, but it's a factor. <laughs> In the Mm -hmm. stories that they tell. And with these movies, I see Dominic Toretto. The the first action scene of the movie is this crew going to pick up a a, a spy plane in Belize. (laughs) And, like, everyone they're fighting is, like, you know, like actual military. They're shooting at killing these these trained soldiers. Dominic Toretto is wearing a tank top. Uh, Tyrese. Like nobody's wearing body armor. They all have pistols. <laughs> they, they, it's, it's, it's ludicrous. These people are not human. But they're, but they're in on the joke, right? Like they, they get really existential in this movie out of nowhere about how, how come none of us ever die? <laughs> yes, and that's where I think the movie does succeed, and that's where I, I think that like a, like a space shuttle, disconnecting from the booster rocket, this series needs to jettison its family theme and focus on what has made it successful in these later days, which is the absolute ridiculous mimetic nature of 
how insane it is that a series that started with a DVD player heist ended up with Tyrese and Ludacris going into space. So let me let, let me just jump to that, and then we'll work our way backwards to magnets. I mean, I guess that kind of ties into magnets. But so this space thing has been talked about for like a good half a decade now, I feel like. I mean, since these movies started getting kind of ridiculous, everyone's like, oh, at a certain point, they're going to run out of like anywhere to go other than space. And then like the, the, the producers and Vin Diesel will kind of joke about it. Like, yeah, yeah, we're going to space. We're going to space. And I didn't actually realize till like the first reviews dropped for this movie because I, I don't even know if I watched a trailer or not. Uh, that they were actually it became clear they were going to go to space in this movie and look i'm not i'm not disagreeing with you that like i mean i was making fun of it earlier that the family thing is like you know it's like a more of a lip service thing than a true actual theme that's well thought out and developed in these movies but i i'm not i'm with you though on like let's focus on the ridiculous and do it well it just seems like man they they kind of they it seems like they kind of um shoot should they they i don't blew their load shot their shot they they they, they kind of jumped the gun on it, though, on going to space. And, I mean, that could have looked a lot cooler than it did. And, like, they put him in a junker and told him to, like, drive up into a satellite. It's like, I feel like they could have, like, done that, like, way bigger and better and, and, and maybe waited till Fast 10, which is a nice round number, to, like, think of a really interesting, badass, like, blow-it-all-out way to go to the moon. And instead, instead it was just like a, yeah, we need to put some parts together and see how this could, like, actually uh see, see how we can just break the atmosphere and that's it. Oh, I absolutely agree. I think that this actually gets to a larger point about how this movie, how these this franchise has kind of, I think, uh, failed its set pieces. That being said, um, the moment where they're on the back of a plane and Ludacris is telling Tyrese, he says to Tyrese the words, all we have to do is conform to the laws of physics. <laughs> as they were sitting in a in a in a fucking Corolla with a jet engine on its back in order to go into space they're duct taping themselves in old use like old like diving uniforms in order to get this car into space <laughs> I've, and then they actually do it and I'm gonna tell you it that scene that sequence was when I I fully really confirmed that this is art, man. Fast and Furious is art. Now I agree. Well, that, well that's well. Let me let me stop you there for a second because I, I I kind of agree in that like I like the moment before they went into space better than when they actually went into space, mm. and because I like Tyrese in these movies. Like I again I <laughs> I, I, I I disagree with you there. <laughs> I actually do disagree with you there. I find wait, his character mostly annoying. Um. I think wait, that wait, you, you just said you you like the moment and that oh, was yeah, what I like the art. moment. But um, as far as his character goes throughout this franchise, I think sure. I've only really liked him in Too Fast, Too Furious. OK, fair enough. I was just going to say, like, look, the movie still has fun with like ridiculous lines like that. Yeah, yeah. Even if, even even if parts of it are even too nonsensical for my taste. Yeah, I'm with you there now. Um, as you as you said. Uh, it probably would have been better to go go into space and have like something like, you know, they're racing dune buggies in the moon where there's a low <laughs> gravity. Um, I do think that generally, despite uh, talking about moments like, oh, he drove a car through two skyscrapers or, you know, like I, despite the ridiculous nature of a lot of the scenes, I think that it does kind of fail, drop the ball when it comes to actually staging the action set pieces. Um, sometimes there's a great idea but it like considering how how zany 
this all is it kind of like the way that they're shot the way that they're edited i think let it down there's never been a fast and furious action scene that i've been like i need to go on youtube to rewatch that action scene you know that's the standard we're talking like i don't even know if any of them ever like reached that point for me either but i mean i think you're in the very small minority that like don't love the don't love the rio sequence in fast five then or yeah i think that, seven. that it's one of yeah the real sequence is a good example i think it's probably the best example of me being disappointed by this series because i had seen clips and i'd been like this is actually really amazing like they actually you know that was practical effects they're you know smashing the safe uh into cars um on the streets of rio and like it's genuinely like an astounding uh, set piece in conception and execution on set. But then when I watched it, it was edited to shit. Um, I couldn't really fully tell where everybody was. And, you know, at the, you know, again, these, these people don't feel really human. So I don't really get a sense of stake either. And it just, you know, it, it just, it, it just left me feeling cold. Now, I think this has a better set piece. This film has a better set piece than that in the magnet set piece. Um, there's a couple scenes where like they're driving vehicles with like hyper powerful magnets in them. Mm -hmm. And I think that they actually do use it to create some clever choreography. Um, in one scene, uh, Natalie, I forgot, Natalie Emmanuel yeah. is dry. I don't even know the name of her character. I won't. Ramsey. Ramsey. Yeah, she, 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 she herself is the MacGuffin in Furious 7, if you recall, kind of like how that other girl I, is. I vaguely the... recall. I vaguely yeah. recall, but like only very vaguely. Yeah. Um, And, uh, you know, like she's driving this truck with this magnet in the back. Tyrese and um, uh, <laughs> Ludacris are fighting some highly trained mercenaries one's a mechanic the other's a tech guy apparently but they can and, hold their own against the mercenaries and they are fighting against these world-class mercenaries and kicking their ass um and like you know the the she's turning on the magnets in order to like get the gun away from them and this and that and it's actually fairly it, it's not a, necessarily a standout knockdown action scene uh but it's clever it's clever and it's shot well you see all the action it's not cut up to shit like um i forget which one it was either fast six or fast seven where there's um i think a tony jaw or an equal ways fight and like it's cut to hell like i've never gone back to rewatch it even though i love you know all the fight scenes that they do and you know and then there's the other like final set piece that you know in in intercut with the uh the going to space sequence where they're driving through the streets of london they their supercars have magnets on them and they're using it to board armored vehicles and flip cars and such and it, you know there's a lot of practical effects work and such and it's very similar is that to, the one that's cut back and forth with space i thought the one that was like cut back and forth with space was when they were like in the big tractor trailers like out in the more rural area or the more deserty looking area well no no i mean i'm sorry well may perhaps but i'm talking about that whole sequence of like ludicrous and uh tyrese are in the plane you know going into space like they're off doing their own thing mm -hmm. while the rest of the crew is in London attempting to take back the girl and like stop the launch from the ground. Like those two scenes. Maybe they're, maybe they were, maybe they were outside of London at that point. I just I think they had already gotten outside of the city. No, no, I, no, 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 oh, no. They, they were they were in they were in London because um, I remember Vin Diesel was using the magnet 
to throw cars at his pursuers. Um, and the fact that I'm saying that sentence <laughs> is, is this is the heart of this is the true heart of the franchise. Um, and I think abandoning this emotional content, which is just not very well, in my opinion, it's not ever very well delivered. You know, they make the attempt to, you know, tie in this theme of family and like, you know, ground these people as human beings, but they're not human beings anymore. They're gods. So I think that this franchise will become far more successful uh, as a work of art, as a hmm. once the uh, once they actually abandon like this attempt to kind of ground them as individuals. Um, if the next if Fast and Furious 10 um, ends up being like, you know, like a remake of Moonraker, you know what I mean? Like if it ends up being um, a, a hearkening back to like latter day, ridiculous Roger Moore era Bond, I think it'll end up becoming like something special. Interesting. I don't know. You can I just I, I I didn't have time to go back and listen to our Hobbs and Shaw pod. So I I, I guess I, I didn't exactly know the the perspective from you were going to come with this at. And it's kind of funny that like you're well, actually, I'm not, not exactly sure what your ideal uh, fast movie looks like. You were excited to talk about Hobbs and Shaw back when we did it. But, um, you know, if, if four is your favorite, I don't exactly know what that means you want out of these, because some of these are some of these other ones like are pretty ridiculous in their own way. But I kind of see what you're saying about the set pieces in that. I could not tell you like one set piece that like I truly loved in in Fate of the Furious. You know that mm. that submarine Siberia sequence wasn't really anything to write home about in my opinion. It's just I don't know why, but it it, st- it sticks with me a little bit. But I don't remember thinking like oh my god this is sick. It was like oh my god this is a lot of CGI. And uh, and I, well, I, I, I and and then there's the kind of the zombie car sequence where they're kind of falling out of buildings. And I don't really remember anything else that happens in that movie. You know and well, uh, actually, I, I will say that, like, you know, I, I, I'm with you. Like, I'm the one who did say that, like, you know, these don't have, like, a standout action set piece. That being said, I would be lying if I said that I did not giggle when Dom Toretto used a military truck and flew it off a cliff to hit a plane. You know, those moments... In the theater, as you're watching it, it it's just it's just fun. Mm-hmm. It becomes like a Looney Tune, um, and I think that the you know diving more into that and perhaps like you know uh, what's it called? Perhaps I guess stepping well, up. You, you want to know what else I giggle at? Mm. Vin Diesel sharing the screen with Oscar winner Helen Mirren. Like nothing. Oh yes, no, I no, forgot. No, I forgot. I will point out. And I'm not maybe 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 we disagree on this. Maybe we might end up disagreeing on this. Okay. But I think he has more uh, sexual chemistry with her than Michelle Rodriguez. Oh, I would definitely not disagree with you there for 100 yeah. percent. Like, yeah, it was, I'm, ready, it I'm was, ready for them. I'm ready for them to get it on in Fast 10. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was weird. I was like, yeah, she needs to be a part of this family. She needs to be the matriarch of this family. <laughs> this is working for me. I mean, it's just like, but could you explain to me why she was in this movie, though? Yeah, because she is Deckard Shaw's uh, mother, and she's connected with the criminal underworld. And in fact, she is the one who, I don't know what she did for John Cena 
specifically, but she procured something for him. Maybe a headquarters. I don't know. But she did something for him. So, yeah, she did drive into the house he was staying at, and he somehow knew where to track her down while she was doing some kind of jewelry heist, and she was able to use him to get there. I needed to, like, read the Wikipedia to remind myself of that, but I I didn't care. I don't know that they'll be able to tell you. No, but, like, well, no, it did. It was, like, she she told them where Jacob was, and she was able to bring him to Jacob's hideout. And, like, I don't even care that I couldn't remember that because it's just, like, they don't have to even say anything and I just get a kick out of the fact that she wants to be in these movies. I just cannot get over it. I'm smiling the whole time she was on the screen. I agree. I agree. That's it, one of the highlights of the film. Actually, we have not talked about Cena. But that, that, that was going to be my next question. How do, how do you feel about him in this movie? Um, Did you how, how long was it before you knew he was going to be back in the family by the end? <laughs> um, pretty much as soon as I heard John Cena has been cast in the new Fast and Furious movie, <laughs> I was like, okay, he's the villain. And by the end of it, he's going to be family. Um, here's the thing. I like John Cena a lot. I do like him a lot. Um, I think he has worked best in the films where he's allowed to be silly. I think he, he himself works best when he is silly. I've yet to see like the Marine. You remember the Marine? I've seen the Marine. Have you? Did you like it? I mean, I saw the Marine like in middle school and I was like, I guess this is I, I I'm not a wrestling guy either so that was like the first time I ever seen John Cena in anything uh-huh. and it was like yeah this is like a, a a fun action movie to watch with my dad uh but you're right in that he's at his best when he is being funny in Trainwreck or in Blockers and... um there was the trailer for uh the Suicide Squad before this film and I'm like yeah I'm excited to see him in that yeah he looks like he's gonna get to be like kind of funny in that which I uh, really appreciate because my two favorite things I've ever seen him do were uh, again train wreck and blockers and he's yes. like uh, and or no or, or wait is it uh tra- well you know again that confuses something else or is it yeah is no it, train it was wreck? train wreck blockers and uh it, yeah no train wreck blockers and sisters I don't know if you ever saw sisters the I did uh, not see sisters the Tina Fey Amy Fuller Amy Poehler vehicle what was great about that was that he was like. He, he, it was like a very like one note thing where like I you know in uh in Trainwreck he's like someone that like I, I think he's like a funny hookup of the Amy Schumer character and it's like yes. kind of funny where he has like way too many feelings and he's like totally stoic as a guy that like Amy uh, that I think that Tina Fey is gonna hook up with in Sisters and it's just like <laughs> hilariously like uh, uh, incredibly like uh overly dry and or not or not overly dry but like just a total straight man but in a funny way so it's like those are three instances where i've seen me funny and then what sucked was that i loved uh i loved 2018's bumblebee and he was like the worst part of that movie and he was just like the, serious the, there military man yeah like totally serious military guy and like not 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 in like a com- kind of comic relief he keeps getting stumped way like and i'm just gonna be totally totally play this straight as a macho dude and it was just like dude like that's we know he can be funny and this movie has funny moments like just let him be funny and so it's just a weird use of him in these movies where you know i i guess i i guess it'll i'll be able to t- once he's in the family now if they want to bring him into fast 10 uh fine and I guess at that point, I won't I won't be having to overcome as much as what I did with respect to uh, Shaw and Han, which I guess we still need to talk about Han. It's fine, but it's like, you know, it's going to be it's going to be kind of weird because it's going to be like if, if they do utilize him that way, it's just going to be such a different character from what we saw here. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Um, it, I hope that it's a different character than what we saw here. Um, you know, he's serviceable. 
These um, movies have a villain problem. Like I can even admit that as someone that likes most of them, you know. Besides, yeah, I, besides the Shaw Brothers, like there's, they don't have any compelling villains in any of these movies. I agree. Um, people talk about like Marvel having a villain problem, and I agree up to a point. But when I went and I rewatched the entire series, I'm like, all right, look, at least most of them are visually distinct. Even the ones that we talk shit about, like Malekith. I know who Malekith is, um, and he's got a cool design, if nothing else. And then, again, when I rewatched Thor 2, none of the Dark Elf dialogue had uh, had subtitles on the copy I watched. Oh, my God. It made it <laughs> so much cooler. It just made it so much. Anyway, oh, really? Yeah, yeah it, it did. It genuinely made them look alien and creepy. Like, they had their own way of life that's completely alien to us. It was really cool. But let's not get sidetracked. What I'm trying to say is that those movies, at the very least, have visually distinct villains – um you know they have fun performances with them these movies i I actually do kind of like charlie's theron's character in this i like the dumbass wig that she's wearing um <laughs> she's I, a silly character but you could just tell that she's like a better actor than all of these people even if it's like a ridiculous character yeah i guess i well actually i'm not even willing to go that far i i like vin diesel i like vin diesel's who, not a good actor you think vin diesel's a good actor um i think he can be in what? I think that when he's talking I guess he's, about, I guess he's I saw he's it going like, on about family, no, he can't. But I yeah. think have you have you seen like a, a Pitch Black? I no. realize that Pitch Black is twenty years old. I, I mean, really, I've seen Boiler Room. I like him in Boiler Room, which is also twenty years old. Yeah. So like, I, I mean, hell, Saving Private Ryan, which is even yeah. old, <laughs> which is even older. He, for, he maybe but, he forgot how to act in two thousand two, and I still yeah, love perhaps. I, I love him, but I don't think that's why I got like I was talking to um. I, was, I think I was talking to I was talking to JB about this maybe when this story started coming out about like him and the Rock fighting and stuff and like how he really felt like he needed to coach the Rock on how to act and I'm like the Rock is a way better actor than Vin Diesel in my opinion. I think that that is true, but you know it comes down to that. I like what I think one of the greatest actors ever is uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know what I mean? And I think that it's because he's got his own lane, and he pretty much sticks to it. Um, and he hews very closely to it. He'll deviate from it a little bit. He'll, you know, put a twist on it. But he's pretty much the same dude in most of his movies. Vin Diesel um, thinks he's in. He thinks he's in The Godfather, though. You know, like it's. Yes, exactly. I, 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 I think I that think comes he, down he, to he, the film, not him. Lane. I don't know if he knows the lane that you're saying that Arnold knows he's in. Yeah, for yeah, I think that might be the issue. But I say that that's an issue with the film, not with Vin. Sure. Fair, fair, um, fair. <laughs> but um yeah I, I i i like john cena as an actor i don't think that he does a really great job here but the material isn't that much either um the family theme just doesn't really click with me it never really has with these movies and uh beyond that he's just uh i don't even know why he wants to because we don't he doesn't seem like a guy who wants to rule the world either is it just that he wants to one-up his brother and if yeah. that's so, then I guess that's why he doesn't really succeed for me as a character. It's a lot of, yeah, it's a lot of trouble to go to if that's what your only motivation is. Yeah, if all you wanted to say is that I'm better than my brother, you're going to you're gonna nuke the world? Like, bro, <laughs> bro, I feel like you could have, I don't know, started a philanthropist, like become a philanthropist. Like that'll, that'll make him look like shit. He's just a, he's just a mechanic. He's just a mechanic that like steals cars and like uh, – and has to do everything else off. Agencies, and has yes. to do everything. He has to do everything else off the books, you know, because like that's just the way these movies are. Like we're gonna deputize your the family to go do something, but if anything goes wrong, we knew nothing about it. So as far as the general public knows, like, uh, yeah, Dom is a mechanic with the with with the criminal record, and that's it. Yeah. So I mean, bro, I think you're good. <laughs> I think you're good. 
Um, I don't really get this whole, you know, this whole bullshit about like I need to go hold the world hostage. I think you're okay. Let me ask that, you about Han. That, Let me ask you about Han. Yes. Uh, do you feel that the movie, these movies, are now robbed of stakes that now literally no one ever dies? Um, yes, but I think that happened back in like what six, seven. I realize that um, when Letty, when Letty, when Letty came back after taking five off, he came back in six and had amnesia. Yeah, I guess six would be the last time somebody died because um, in six, uh, what's her, what's her name? Gal well, Gadot. Gal, Gal, yeah, well, I mean, did she though? Yeah, I mean, for all we know, for all we know, Mister Nobody spirited her away. I think the I only reason she, I think the only reason that she is probably actually dead is because like Gal Gadot like commands too much money now because she's a really big star. Like yeah. They, now that being said, if in Fast and Furious Ten it turns out she's alive, I will I will kind of love that. Okay. I'll kind of love <laughs> the, that. Like just the 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 fuck it uh, attitude that they will have to have taken to get to that point, you'll respect it. Yeah, exactly. Um, now, I, I, I'll say this. First off, I'm not going to lie. The main takeaway from the Han reveal is that um, in that Tokyo sequence, um, if you notice, all the TVs are like tube TVs. I did not. Now, do you know why that is? Uh, no, I do not. Because um, in the film that he the film that he actually died in, we forget about this. The timeline for these movies is all sorts of fucked up. Because the, 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 he died in, I guess, 2003. The movie was made in 2003, Tokyo Drift. He but that, died movie, but that movie takes place after the events of Furious 7. That movie takes place after the events of Furious 7. Um, and, so you're saying – I mean, It so takes place saying, after the events of Furious 4, 5, 6, and 7, we should say. Right. So, so you're, saying, you're saying they shouldn't – they should be newer TVs at that point? You would think – well, they should be newer TVs because it's 2021 yeah. – I guess maybe, sure. um, yeah, but instead, in order to keep it consistent, they just Tokyo's been going through a retro phase. I appreciate that, um, despite the fact that um, the uh, the the white guy from that movie is now like fifty. Yeah, so I should say Lucas Black and Bow Wow come back because apparently. They, oh, they, they, I love that. They, I they, love they, they, they are now like amateur rocket scientists, so that's who they need to go to to help get into space. Because like, look, you just got to bring the whole family back when you can bring everyone back. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, I want that. I like that. I need that. So, so you are a Tokyo Drift guy? Yeah, I can't remember if you said that earlier. You like Tokyo Drift? Yeah, I think it's one okay. of the better ones. Um, I think if my, I mean, I, I guess we could have waited to do this at the end, but. Um, if I had to place this in the, the franchise hierarchy, putting aside Hobbs and Shaw, um, the best one is number four. Oh, my God. <laughs> Such a trash opinion. Followed by, you know, it might be Tokyo Drift. And then Fast and the Furious, um, maybe Fate of the Furious. No, you know what? Yeah, Fate and the <laughs> Furious, maybe. And then Too Fast, Too Furious. And then Six, Seven, and Five. Man, if you put a gun to my head, I'd probably go five, then seven, and then one, and then six, and then maybe uh, and then maybe Tokyo Drift, and then maybe Too Fast, Too Furious, and then uh, and, and then and then not and then Fate, and then uh, which I had higher at the time, but I, maybe I don't know. I could probably put, put it up, and then I and then I do F9, and then I do Hobson Shot, and then I do four. 
So, mm-hmm. and then like, Hamid Shah for me is on top of it all, to be clear. Yeah, then we're basically the exact opposite, <laughs> which yeah. is funny. Um, I mean, I, I still don't totally know what we come to these movies looking for that's all that different, even though our rankings are like uh, totally the opposite. But um, I don't know the Han thing. Look, this stuff kind of it kind of bothers me too a little bit in that like I guess we know they're not going to bring Paul Walker back at this point, so that was a true emotional moment there. But oh, like, man. I kind of hope they do. <laughs> you, so you want, hope, you, you want them to just like bring a cgi guy back and just like yes i mean look they they have the technology we've done it now um you can do a whole movie you can get paul walker's brother cgi his face onto it completely disrespect his memory and i i will i will no one will like that except for me that's terrible but uh i i i, I guess my thing is like man the uh han is play, like han is probably like the best character in all the movies at the same time i uh, think i agree i think i do like, like Sun, Sun king might be the best actor out of all these people yeah. and uh he's just like the he, I, i'm not the first to say this but like every i think he's getting his due because everyone's talking about him coming back but he's he's just a he's just a really cool presence and i i don't understand I, I, I don't know if i could explain one thing he does in this movie besides explain why he faked his death and that this other uh this other woman is the MacGuffin that the whole movie has been about he explains that and he's just kind of there he doesn't do anything but it's like neither does the daughter right but he's he's just he's just nice to have around so it's like i i if i can get over this and just accept the fact that i'm not going to these movies for logic i just want to see cool shit happen and like it'd be nice if they don't confuse me too much but as long as a bunch of cool shit happens and i have fun then i'm gonna be like this was worth my time it's just like Oh, God, I'm just going to like – it's just weird. I, I, I kind of would just like to like know what I'm getting when I see someone die, but I'm not going to get too hung up on that when I think the character that they brought back is like maybe the best one out of all of them. So. Yeah, I think that's kind of where I'm at. I think it's, it's ludicrous, uh, pun unintended, to watch this guy who – you know, I realized that he was in also six and seven or no, I'm sorry, five and four, five and six. So we've seen him do the spy stuff, too. But it's it was wild to me to see him just sniping dudes from a tower because the last time oh, right. I watched, <laughs> the last time I saw him was in Tokyo Drift. And he's just teaching him about tuner culture. <laughs> like and Yeah. And, and like eating snacks and stuff. Uh, yeah. Uh, like it's 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 insane to me yeah. where this series has gone. And I think it does have so much for more ground to cover before it becomes a masterpiece for the last entry okay well last entry i mean i i don't know if i i don't know what the last entry would be there's gonna be a they next claim entry. that they claim that 10 will be the last one who knows whether it'll be like a you know friday the 13th thing where like it's the last one until it's not but i'll believe that when i see it yeah uh, now that they already went to space and i think we can agree that could have been done better is there another frontier you would like to see them conquer in Fast 10? There are rumors, and I don't know how substantiated they are, rumors of a Jurassic Park crossover. I'd seen someone joke about that somewhere where they were like, we need to have like a finish, like a trilogy of like movies that go to the center of the earth, and they need them to drive into the center of the earth, uh, as they did in uh, God's like a Warner's trio of or no, it's not. Well, actually, no, it's not. A, they're not all Warners. This is Universal, but you know, in in Godzilla versus Kong, they went to the center of the earth. Uh, I'm sure, like in a Jurassic movie, they could go to the center of the earth, and they could drive to the center of the earth here. But like, I mean, you know, I guess. This is technically uh, it's a, it's a it's a universal property like the 
like like the Jurassic movies, and you know, I don't know, like maybe they are in the same universe. It sounds like that would make you happy. Yes, that would make me incredibly happy. Also, I know that there's a script. I haven't read it, but there's a script for Fast Nine, which is where they go back in time to stop Hitler. Nine, as in like the German Nine. As in the German Nine, yes. It's a <laughs> some fan written script that has oh circled around for the internet for like years. And yes, I do think that some kind of zany, stupid, like meme idea is probably the way that this series should go. Um, I think that you know (laughs) it should be it should be a it should be like a throw shit at the wall. It should be the um, the airplane of action movies. I mean, like they should they they should just become pilots. Nah, they should fly cars. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They should they should have flying cars. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's it's not really driving at that point, but like they were just in space, so they need to like you know become become pilots that are like flying planes that are basically cars who owns the rights to top, top gun must be paramount i think that sounds right yeah if only like i mean honestly like you're trying to get you're trying to like, like mix this with any other ip you can huh yeah exactly like if i was a studio executive at universal i'd be like look we have the, we were talking about this dark universe the thing we were missing was family <laughs> <laughs> um you know um, I want, like, let's have them fight the mummy. Let's have them fight the wolf man. <laughs> let's, I mean, yeah, let's do any stupid old idea that we can think of. Let's just get up. Uh, let's ask Reddit <laughs> what, where we should we take this series next and just follow their recommendations. I'm sorry. Let's, let's get stupid. Yeah. I was just pulling up the, uh, I was just pulling up universal to see, uh, what else was in the the category uh like the catalog uh, i mean hell like have them fight key kong yeah well that that well again that's warner's so that's the thing um, oh right, right i'm sorry uh, i'm mixing so, up i mean so th- there there is pacific rim uh yes. there's yes. Uh, yes. uh there is the uh oh shoot so the, i guess the the unbreakable series m night Shyamalan's thing uh there's eh. yeah th- there's the purge which apparently uh, jb is a big fan of now and uh, he he wants to be the purge correspondent when another movie comes out because I didn't see this one. Uh, I don't know if you could. I don't know if that works as much. I don't know. The, the, I guess. I mean, they have obviously have a lot of stuff, but I don't really know uh, if if anything else. Like you already mentioned, you mentioned the mummy. I don't know. It's 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 probably it's probably Jurassic. They Park. do own the rights to ET. So. And oh, they also own Back to the Future. Uh, so that 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 kind of helps you with your uh, time travel stuff a lot. That that's about cars. Uh. I don't know. That might be the answer right there, dude. Um, yeah, like they, they, they get if, a DeLorean. If, if, if you wanted them to take a DeLorean back to kill Hitler, you know, uh, I, I I like it. Uh, and anything else about F9 that we didn't touch on that you wanna that you wanna mention? Um, I think that we covered you know covered a lot of ground. Um, you know, covered a lot of ground. That well, what's the line? Um, a quarter mile a second. You live your life a quarter mile at a time. Yeah, we covered this a quarter mile at a time. Um. The drama just doesn't work. The drama falls flat as it has in most of the series. Um, you weren't you you you, you weren't uh, you weren't moved when uh, Letty went back to save Dom when he like fell into the at the bottom of that silo into the water or whatever the hell that thing oh, was. That actually was one of those points where I started laughing um, <laughs> when he he tears down a concrete structure. In so, or, it's, very, it's very unclear why he's like sacrificing himself there. Actually, it was not very well explained. No, and then he falls like 
200 feet with this concrete structure falling down all around. He should be dead. He goes, I guess, to heaven. And then, <laughs> and, and then he gets brought back to life. Um, like, he is, they are gods. I don't know how else to put it. Like, we're talking about the Eternals coming out. I think I just watched it. Uh, yeah, you know? I mean... I don't know. I, I, I get why Tyrese would rub some people the wrong way. It feels one note after a while. But I did think it was funny that he got existential, and I liked when they kept screwing with him with the magnet stuff. Uh, we didn't talk. We actually really didn't talk that much about the magnets, and it is kind of funny that like our favorite effect in this movie, uh, honestly, like the cars were secondary, which is which is which is cool. But I guess it, 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 it's just it, it's not something. Well, you say not, that actually with that second set piece. Um, I think that this is where, like, like I said, it's a, it's kind of a redone version of the Rio chase in Fast Five. Um, just, I think personally, I think that it, this one was just shot better, edited better. Um, you know, there's all this chaos on the streets as cars are like getting crashed into, cars are flipping and exploding and such. And I think I just get to see a little bit more of it, um, and it just worked better for me, it clicked better for me here. I gotcha. Yeah, let's see. I was, I was curious if they were. Uh... Just uh, uh, yeah, it was like one of one, one of the same editors. I was curious because you, you you mentioned the editing. Um, yeah, I, I the only other thing I'll mention is that again, like I I don't know I I, I feel like we kind of dwelled on some of the negatives, but like I still think it's a fun time, and I want to reiterate that one more time. Uh, a lot what of it is. I think should bring in for ten. Oh, if you're gonna add like one more like uh, blockbuster type of star to it. Um, I don't know. I'd I, I would hope they go the Oscar uh, route again. I mean, whether it be just like an an old like I guess probably an old person, you know, uh, I, in the mold of like a Helen Mirren, but that, like, Anthony just, Hopkins. I feel oh yeah, that's that's probably gonna be it, right? Like he's already shown the willing to like be in a Marvel movie when he probably couldn't tell you the first thing about the Thor movies. Uh, and he he's like if they're like hey you can go hang out with Helen Mirren and make a lot of money and like say a few words and have Vin Diesel mumble across the table from you he'd be like hell yeah I'm in so I mean like you 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 kind of like took it took uh took the words out of my mouth because I guess you're we're kind of I I I do think it works better probably if it is like a like a classic British person or whatever and yes I feel, I feel like uh I feel like someone It'll like turn my, out that they're the father of yeah and the I, decades or something. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like, and I feel like Michael Caine might be a little too obvious. Uh, so. Uh, yeah, right, right, right. Although, uh, yeah, it would be too obvious, but it'd be nice as a cameo or something. Yeah, I, I, I think it has to be in that realm. Like, I, that's just again, that's just like very low hanging fruit for me to get someone, uh, to get someone like that in these. Right, movies. Have you seen the Italian Job? I have. Yeah, great movie. Great movie. It has been a while though. Um, I need also, to rewatch it. I want to see the remake too. Well, that's probably one of the first times I ever actually saw Charlie Theron in something. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, that's it. I think. Would you still recommend people see this movie? Yes. Um, okay. I would too. As long as you're willing to just get on the wavelength of this movie, which at times I think the movie loses that wavelength um, when it starts getting into the family stuff, but. Um, it's ludicrous pun unintended um it's stupid it's silly and my only hope for this franchise is it leans more into that fair uh do you have anything else you want to uh you want to plug before we sign off anything else you've been watching recently or consuming well i haven't watched a ton of movies recently um actually last night i just watched Guillombo or Guillombo. i don't know how to pronounce it correctly but um it's a brazilian movie about this uh slave society that had existed in the 17th century 
solid movie. Uh, it's on Prime. But the thing that I watched most recently that I really, really enjoyed was um, the uh, – oh, I forgot what it's called. Wu-Tang and American Saga, the Hulu show uh, about the, you know, the founding of the Wu-Tang Clan. Um, it's a drama series. Uh, normally, I'm very – I'm kind of against uh, – people like certainly especially like musicians and those types of folks uh playing a part in their the biopics of their own come up um oh, i think yeah. <laughs> that was very unsuccessful with like for example straight out of compton here i think perhaps it's because of the um the format the fact that it's a tv show rather than a two-hour biopic that allows it to defy conventions a little bit and you know it ends up becoming more of a you know a sort of crime series that happens to have this hip-hop element um that manages to capture this time and place and there's a genuine love for the the arts and this community has you know for all the the warts it has i think it's got a lot of great performances i mean i and me personally as like a rap fan i get a lot of kick out of seeing like you know some famous figures popping up here and there i get a kick out of fucking dave east plays method man uh, Joey Badass plays Inspector Deck. Like I love seeing that sort of casting. Um, yeah, and I think that it's just a really enjoyable series. Uh, season two has been greenlit, and uh, I think it should be premiering like next year. So, how do gotcha. you? All right. Yeah, I guess I, I'll say a couple things. I took a couple weeks ago, and Daniel was here with Adam. We were talking about uh, um, in the Heights. Adam recommended Dairy Girls, which I started over the weekend, and. Again, it's only two six-episode seasons, but I, 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 it was a good recommendation by Adam. The show is really funny. All the, all, all the young actresses are pretty hilarious, uh, and does a good job of capturing that uh, time in Ireland in the '90s and during the Troubles, and, uh, and somehow manages, you know, hit some serious notes with that, but mostly be pretty uproarious. And I watched Zola yesterday, which probably as wild as you've heard it is. We'll hopefully be talking about it here in the next couple of weeks. Highly recommend checking that out. It's cool that it got a fairly wide release, and I hope people support it and support uh, A24. Uh, Daniel will be back at some point in the next month. He has laid claim to like four different movies that are coming out. I'm not sure which ones will make it to. I'm Snake sure Eyes. Please be Snake Eyes. Well, there's, there's Snake Eyes. There's a uh, movie that has Milkshake in the title. Uh, there's like – yeah, there's like a few of them. So, I mean – but we got like – we got like – again, we got Zola. We got uh, – um, we got Black Widow. We got I, I, and so other stuff that I'm sure like Green Knight at the end of the month. I think Elijah and Ben are going to join us for that. So uh, got a, got a lot of stuff coming out. And however the schedule shakes out, I'm sure Daniel will probably be back a time or two in the next uh, in the next four to six weeks. So everyone stay tuned for that. Thanks again to Daniel for joining me and we'll see you next time.